Welcome to Little Things, your weekly friend meet cute with me, Coastly Cummings. It's cozy time. Hi, thanks so much for listening to Little Things. Today we're going to talk about what I've observed over the first three months of living in South Korea, what it's like to be in a book rut and how to get out of it, and I'm also putting out a call for guests on the show. I want to have conversations with all of you. Um, So let's jump in and talk about what it's been like this first three months living in South Korea. Just a few observations. And some of these are more serious and some of them are light. And all of them are coming from the perspective of someone who has never lived abroad. I'm American. I've never lived overseas. So this is my first experience. And... um, one of my first longer stays in Asia. I've only been in Asia one other time before this um, for about a week. So this is all new to me. Entirely different continent, everything. So one of the first things I've noticed, and I kind of knew this, but things that aren't spicy, but are recipes, you know, um, borrowed from other countries like spaghetti in a Korean restaurant, it will probably be spicy. <laughs> There'll be something about it that will be spicy. So that's just something you have to plan on. We have had a few surprises where we ordered um, sides that we thought might be a little more mild for our kids or whatever. And then we've tried it and realized they were pretty spicy. Something I kind of wondered about, I've been to Daiso before, but I had never been to Daiso here. Um, but since going, I realized that yes, I I am one of the few that does not like Daiso. If you don't know what Daiso is, it is a kind of inexpensive dollar store, Japanese, I believe, dollar store type of place. So they have like stationery and home goods, all sorts of stuff, like really in snacks, like anything you can imagine, like little DIY stuff, crafts, paper, plates, cups, like, I don't know, pretty much anything you could imagine, baskets, beauty stuff. Um, but I've been to them before. They had them in the Bay Area. They were fairly new there um, before we left, but I have mixed feelings about it. Um, I get really overwhelmed in stores like that where it just feels like there's a million different things to choose from. There's like way too much variety and they get like overstimulated or something where it's kind of like going to Target for too long. Like if you stay too long, you just feel like I feel like kind of frantic. I hate that feeling. So we went to a Daiso here because I just wanted to check it out. It had like shiny white floors that were reflecting the fluorescent lights. It was, I don't even know. I was with my husband and we were both like, wow, this is, it was a lot. It was just so bright and really overwhelming. It was the size of like a large bed, bath, and beyond. If you're in, if you are an American, you know what I'm talking about. Where it's just like super big, everything you can imagine. You really can't spend more than an hour or 45 minutes, or it's just like whoa, too much. At least for me. So we went to Daiso, and I realized that that is not my that is not my place. I I much prefer like smaller boutiques or little shops. There's little um really small stationery shops. There's large bookstores too. Like I love Kyobo and you can get stationery there. And that feels like a lot easier for me to navigate. So Daiso is not a place I'll be going back to. I do love 
Shinsege Mall. Shinsege is like um, a really big corporation in Korea. They have a lot of different types of businesses. You can order online from a bunch of different, I don't know if they call them stores or something, but you can basically order anything you'd want through something called ssg.com. That's owned by Shinsege and they have department stores. So we live not too far um, from the mall in Gangnam and it is really fun. <laughs> it has restaurants and like, I can't remember how many floors, 10? And the roof is on the 11th floor, but it's been pretty fun. Um, probably been there a little too much. Seoul is a lot colder than I thought it would be. I didn't realize that the winter was so brutal. It reminds me a lot of a New York City winter, um, but colder. It feels like there were weeks that went by where it was in the 15 to 20s. And then um, you get that wind when you turn the corner around a big building that just comes through. It's pretty freezing. Something else I've observed, and I've kind of seen it a little bit in like K-dramas, and I would love to have other people's thoughts on this because I don't know. I need to do more research on it, but I love observing like boyfriend-girlfriend culture here. Every Saturday, my husband and I go on a date, get babysitters and go on a date, and usually during the day, and we'll go to like a cafe or two and walk around somewhere. And so we've we've observed in these cafes how I think they're probably like in their early 20s, but it's usually like a boyfriend or girlfriend. I don't imagine that they're married. And they're like holding hands across the table and pretty affectionate. It's really sweet and I love it. <laughs> and it's also, I've also observed that sometimes couples match, like the boy, like they'll kind of have coordinating sweatshirts or jackets or like, yeah, it's, it's uh, really interesting. I don't know how that would be possible for my husband and I because we're there's a foot difference between us, but I love it. I'm so fascinated by it, and I want to know more. I have been surprised how affectionate and touchy older Koreans are with us, and it may be because we have little kids, or maybe it's because we're foreigners, and so we're just like a little bit fascinating people, but I get touched on the shoulder a lot by older Korean women and um my kids get their hair touched and their cheeks poked and all that by older Koreans, usually women. I don't mind it at all. I think it's really sweet. It's a little funny because it's like COVID time, so people are really careful, but it doesn't it doesn't bother me and I think it's really sweet. It's just surprising. I didn't know if it would be like that or not. Something I loved, which is not new, but we do this more than we did in America as we do all online ordering of our groceries. We just run into the grocery store for like butter, like a thing here or there. But we order all our groceries online through coupon and it's super easy and the apps work really well. Um, I feel like it's a lot easier than it was in the States. Another thing is they have so many cafes. Like there's a running joke that there's a cafe for every Korean, which absolutely cannot be true because there's like 50 million people. There's not 50 million cafes. However, I wonder if there is a cafe for like every 10 Korean or something because there are so many. It's very common for there to be like kind of stacked up or multiple cafes on one block. And um, I just love them. It's so nice in the winter to be able to have a little place to go and get warm and yeah, cafe culture is really fun. I'm into it. There are so many restaurants. And something that's not as typical in the States is that 
at least I'm thinking more of the suburbs. When you're in bigger cities, there's more of this in the States, I think, but it's not just what you see on the ground level. It's every floor of the building will have a different restaurant or business. And so it often feels like you're missing out on a lot because if you don't go up the elevator or the stairs, then you're missing the three other good restaurants in the building. So we've kind of made a joke that like once we eat a restaurant, we never really want to go back because if we do, we'll miss out on trying new places. And also maybe we should try to avoid eating at restaurants on the ground floor and instead try to go up only on the elevator and eat there (laughs) because if not, then we're just missing out on so many ones that just aren't as obvious. Wi-Fi is really good here. I think Korea is supposed to be the country in the world with the fastest Wi-Fi, the fastest internet, and it's really great everywhere except our room. (laughs) We feel like we really picked the right neighborhood for us. Um, It was kind of intimidating moving. I mean, we were here for a little bit and lived in a hotel and were able to check out a few neighborhoods but we really needed to narrow it down according to like the international school my kids were going to and where my husband works but with so many things changing with COVID and him being able to work so much more from home we were pretty flexible on where we were going to live but um, after talking to a few people from the states we kind of felt like you know we really wanted to prioritize our location above our square footage and we were lucky enough and we were able to get a place that was big enough for our family but also be in a neighborhood that's walking, a walking neighborhood. And um, we feel like we're not too far away from what's going on. And I really wanted to be close to playgrounds. So we're within two minutes of two playgrounds. I wanted to be able to walk there quickly and not have that be a barrier for us to getting out and like seeing people. Um, That's just something that I've learned for myself and for my kids that I do a lot better and have better mental health if I can get outside more often and meet new people, be around people I don't even know, or meet up with friends. It's any of those. Any of those help. And now that I'm back to being the full-time caregiver, we gave priority to what I felt like was most important. But I think my husband's more than happy to be close to like restaurants and the grocery stores and cafes, just being able to walk around. Right now we don't have a car and we will get a car, but it's been totally fine with that one. We Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. I love Korean food. I love kimchi. I love mandu. That's like Korean dumplings. I love soups. This is like soup country, which is totally my jam. I love a good soup and stew. I love Korean barbecue. I love japchae. Um, there's dakboki. I love it all. I haven't – there's a lot I haven't tried. I'm allergic to octopus, which I honestly feel relieved about because I've had it before and I didn't love it. And then I got, like broke out in hives 30 minutes later. Um, and I don't love all seafood, but I like a lot of it. So I know there's a big – A lot of Korean food I have not tried, but I can say that overwhelmingly I like Korean food, which is a big big relief because, you know, that's what's mostly available for us. Um, I love in our apartment, our heat is through our floors. I think it's called Andul heating. I, I need to check that, but I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. I think it's just like pipes with warm water running through them. So when we turn up the heat, we just feel it in our feet first. If you lay on the floor, it's really warm. Um, And that's really helpful 
and we don't we have beds like traditional beds above ground but a lot of koreans sleep on the floor on uh, mats or thick you know would like thick cushions um and so that warm floor is really nice for that but I, i've just loved that it's super cozy and it's still really cold outside but something else i've noticed is and it's only getting it worse as it gets warmer is you get that city stink i call it that city stink um you know just when you're walking by like a grate or like a sewer line and you kind of just you just like get this it's just like a special whiff you get when you're in a big city and it just it kind of brings me back to new york city it's it's kind of a fond memory i may not feel that way when it's like hot and muggy this summer and smelling that but um it's kind of funny and the and my kids will be like what what is that and i'm like this is it this is it this is a part of it <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about my book rut. So I love to read. I know a lot of you love to read. Um, I'm usually I'm usually reading a couple books at a time. And 2020 was a little bit of a hit and miss with books. I didn't read my typical type of books. I mostly stayed to romance, really light, contemporary fiction. I mean, the lightest, like... I couldn't handle anything. Um, basically, the reality TV of books was about where I was at. But I'm picking up a little bit more and getting back into things, um, more literary types of work, and even contemporary fiction with a little bit heavier themes. But I keep having misses. Like, I'll try books, and I'm just like, I can't. And I don't know if it's me or if it's the book, but I feel like I just keep missing on the books that I'm checking out. Um, I use the Libby app to check out library books, which I can still do from over here. If you haven't used the Libby app, please do that. It is amazing. And it was recently redesigned in the last couple of years and works super well. It used to be buggy, but it works awesome. So that's a great way to, you know, read for free. But if you have, and I mean it this sincerely, if you have a book that you've read in the last six months that you absolutely loved, will you please message me on Instagram? I'm going to post a story about this and get your book recommendations and then share them because I really need something new. I feel like I'm just kind of hearing about the same books and I've tried some of them and then coming up short. So my Instagram is my first and last name and I will put it in the show notes for you. So I talked a little bit about the thir- first three months in Korea and then I want to talk about the what I want to have done in three months from now in Korea or just in life. That will be about April 2021. <laughs> Still getting used to that. But I just, I feel like I'm just now kind of hitting that New Year's Eve goal kind of feeling now that we're seeing a little bit of light in the tunnel with like vaccinations. Vaccinations just started in Korea two days ago. So we won't be vaccinated for a few months, but I am anticipating being vaccinated and it feels fairly safe already and I want it and we'll have a car and I just love the idea of starting to plan a vacation or think about, you know, what life could be like more in the future than tomorrow or even next week, which is like how I've been operating like so many of you. So I want to just share some of those few ideas I have. I, I want to go to Jeju Island. I want to go to the Illustrated Cafe from the opening scene of To All the Boys I've Loved Before, the one that Laura Jean is sitting in and it's black and white. It looks like it's all illustrated. I want to go there. I want to go to Seoul Tower. That's where they go in the movie to put the locks on the railing and find their mother's lock that she left for them. Um, 
I've been there before, but it's been a few years and I really want to take our family. I want to go to a bathhouse. I want to spend a weekend somewhere, anywhere. I've had a few suggestions from new friends that I've made at the playground of of like recommending different areas in Seoul that we can go to and rent an Airbnb or like a villa and stay for the weekend. And I'm really excited to do that. I, in three months, we will for sure have a car. We're getting a minivan. We bought a couch, but we don't have it yet. It's taking two months to get it. So we should have our green couch. We ordered a dining room table and benches, and we'll have that too. So that'll be really nice to have those places to sit and like relax, and then the car to get out on the weekends, and a car to go to Costco in. <laughs> you know I'm excited about that. Um, I'm also so wanting to check out Seoul Forest. There are a lot of kind of mountains in Seoul and green spaces, and this is one that I haven't been to that I really want to go to, and I know it's by a neighborhood that I want to check out. And within three months, I want three out of my four kids to be in school full time. I want to go to the flower market with my British neighbor downstairs. I want to see the ocean and walk on the sand. And I want to get my hair highlighted. (laughs) I found a place that will do highlights and I want to get it done. So anyway, I just, I'm excited that I'm starting to feel excited about looking forward to the future and feel like I can do that. What are you excited for? Like, what are you looking forward to? If you had to say, or if you could pick to do something or go somewhere by April or by the summer, like, what would you do? You can email me at coastallycummings at gmail.com or you can message me on Instagram at coastallycummings and I'll leave the link in the show notes so you can get to it quickly. But I would love to hear what you're looking forward to. I know everybody's had a hard time and it's really nice to have something to look forward to. And so that's always how I've relaxed is like, even if we don't go on them, I love planning vacations in like a Google Doc. I like plan it out and like watch videos and like make an itinerary. And sometimes we don't even do them, but I just, just relaxing, watching other people do them or like reading about them. Um, but I would love to hear what you want, what your plans are once things start to feel safer and travel opens up more. So usually this podcast is just me talking and with all my heart, I wish I had a coast because I know it's tiring just hearing me talk, but that is not the case. (laughs) So every once in a while, I want to host a guest and I want it to run the gamut of like all sorts of different topics. I want to talk about anti-racism. I want to talk about home. I want to talk about caregiving. I want to talk about working moms. I want to talk about self-care. I want to talk about bachelor and bachelorette. (laughs) I want to talk about really anything that someone's super passionate about and knows a lot about. So if you have something you want to talk about with me, there is a link in my bio on my Instagram I can put it in the show notes too, so that's even easier. But it's on my Instagram or on my show notes, and it's a Google Doc form. It's a a Google form, and you can fill it out and tell me what you would want to come on the show and discuss with me and share, like, your personal information there, and I can get a hold of you. But I'm really excited. I have a 
oh, just like the best list of people already. And I'm really excited. And we're going to make it work, even with the time difference. It's going to, we're going to make it happen. <laughs> so thanks so much. I can't wait to hear from more of you. And be brave. I'm, I swear I'm nice. <laughs> be brave. And it's, and it's, um, like private, like no one can see that you like applied or anything like that. And if you want to talk more, just like send me a message and we can talk more. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Little Things. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you can hear about all the new episodes. And if you want to follow along a little more, hop on Instagram and follow me at Coastally Cummings. And you can also subscribe to my newsletter at coastally.substack.com.